and this is the podcast, Go Be Great. There's no such thing as TMI here, so let's chat, meet amazing humans, and have conversations about life, confidence, and more without the filter. Come hang weekly as I shed light on the topics we often feel we need to hide as we celebrate the ebbs and flows of learning what being great really looks like. Buckle up, buttercups, and let's go be great together. This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women, for women. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm going to start off the top of this episode with saying that Bruno, who if you are new around here, Bruno is my pug. And usually he just sleeps in the chair next to me while I'm recording. Today, he seems to have a lot to say to the neighbors. And I've tried to kick him out of the room, but then he cries. So here we are. He might make a cameo in the background. We'll see. Um, But I did want to just take a second to also say thank you so much for all of the love and all of the feedback on both the mini-sode and episode one. Boundaries is, again, something that is going to continue to weave its way through so many episodes to come in little ways and big ways, but um, it seemed to really resonate with a lot of you. And I think that that's just a testament to what we're so used to, especially women feeling like we need to just do everything for everyone else and we are last. So trying to really flip that for ourselves is hard to do. Um, So I think that a lot of people resonated with that. And thank you so much for all the shares and all the DMs and the messages. I absolutely love hearing where you are listening from. Like I say in the beginning, there is no such thing as TMI. If you are doing your morning toilet time and you press play, please let me know. If you are washing your lady bits in the shower and you resonate with something because you're listening, please let me know. There is quite literally no such thing as TMI. I want to know all of the things and I think it's such a cool way for us to connect too. So please do not stop telling me (laughs) all of the ways that you are listening Um, and what you're getting from it too because it makes me feel better. (laughs) It makes me feel like I'm not alone. I hope that what I'm saying makes you feel like you're not alone too. And we in this together. We in this bitch, okay? So thank you so much again and I am looking forward to connecting with you all even more. With that said, there is no shame in my game. I need to just let you guys know this because I know before I started podcasting, I did not know this about some of uh, the best ways to support my favorite podcasts. So Spotify and Apple both now have ratings. So if you open up the Spotify or Apple app, you can give a hopefully five-star rating to the podcast. And then you can also leave reviews on both of those platforms. It used to only be Apple that would have that option, but now Spotify does too. And you have no idea how much subscribing, following, auto-downloading episodes just to save to your device so you can listen to it off of Wi-Fi and off of internet, how much that helps. So I wanted to put that little plug in here because I know that, you know, I didn't know it when I was first starting out and I didn't learn it until I started podcasting. Maybe you don't either, but that is a tremendous help. So thank you so much to those of you that have already left reviews and five-star ratings and downloads and shares and all of the things. I love, love seeing the shares and especially when you clip what part of the episode that um, you connect with. Oh, I eat it up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Also dessert because it's just so delicious. Okay, let's get it popping, shall we? So first I wanted to talk about some things that I have either realized, read, seen all of the things. So I am in my skincare girly era, but let me tell you something. I will not be 
the type of person who is going to just unpack a bunch of little toiletries when I'm traveling. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I, I'm a little bit more basic. I need something that is above the same Dove bar of soap that I wash my coochie with, but below that super expensive skincare line. So what have I done? I have yet again succumbed to a Instagram sponsored ad. I kept seeing it. I kept seeing all the good things that like the light therapy blue and purple therapy does for skin. So it was on sale for 60% off. And I took that from as a, you know, a sign from the good Lord, sweet baby Lizzo Jesus that I should do it. So I bought it. It's coming next week. I will report back after using it some. Other than that, though, I will say supporting small businesses, Taste the Wild Beauty, my girl Taryn on Instagram. I will tag her in the show notes and I will scream it from the rooftops. She makes these serums that are literally like butter on your skin. They smell so good. They feel so good. Um, if you are following my Instagram at all, in the beginning of the year, I was talking about how I really struggle with eczema. And it came back as if I was a prepubescent little bad bitch all over again. So... I was getting it on my eyelids and thank God it cleared up on my arms too. But I swear that her hydrating glow serum really, really worked. And she has a goddess glow serum. I have to try that. Actually, it's called like the daddy duo. You can get both. Anyway, this is not sponsored. I just love it so much. So I wanted to scream it from the rooftops and I will plug that in the show notes and share it in the episode as well. If you are looking for something really low maintenance that just has all of the things, it has really helped with my acne scarring redness and my eczema. And I just swear by it because you can just put a little dabble, dabble do ya in your hand and just lube up your face and you feel like a million bucks and it feels really like lush and mm. like you can't tell me anything because I am a glazed donut lubed up to the gods. So I'm just trying to be in my skin girl era, you know? I feel like I'm, I'm approaching 35, which, to be honest with you, is really kind of messing with me this year. I loved turning 30. Turning 30 was like I was coming out of the cocoon. If you can hear Bruno in the background, he clearly agrees. But I felt like it was just you wake up when you're 30 and you are just designed to not give as much of a fuck. You know, it's just a really cool decade and I have loved my 30s so far but for some reason turning 35 is really messing with me and I think that I do have to check myself because part of me is like okay that is just society in your ear telling you that you should be x y and z which those rules are literally all made up by the patriarchy and I don't need to follow them and I know that and I love my independence I almost love my independence to a fault but I don't know why it's just really kind of messing with me this year. I love birthdays so much. Like what better way to celebrate anything in life than to celebrate you being on this earth or like the people that you love being on this earth and being present with you. What a gift, right? So I love birthdays. But I don't know. This year's kind of kind of messing with my mojo a bit. Uh, my birthday's in May. So it's just creeping up and this is my safe space to talk to you all about it. So thank you so much for being here and for listening. <laughs> okay. Let's get into some Netflix or uh, binge-worthy watches of the week, shall we? So I am a true crime junkie to my core. If I were to sit and one and like ha could have dinner with somebody and it could be any serial killer that I wanted, it would really be a tie between, oh, you know, not that anyone's asking, but I would have to say probably the Zodiac Killer, 
but also John Wayne Gacy was really messed up too. So I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I love true crime is my point. Sometimes I like to unwind from the day by watching some true crime. I watched the Boston Marathon bombing documentary and it was way more intense than I anticipated it to be. I've listened to a lot of podcast episodes about this and it's always fascinated me and it's just so evil and so awful and horrific and devastating and all of the things that you know true crime to be. However, seeing actual like cell phone footage, I'm not going to spoil anything if you haven't never heard of this before, but seeing actual cell phone footage of people who were like on the sidelines recording the runners and then having it still be recording while things are happening on the streets and the bombs are going off and people are getting hurt. It was just horrific. And episode two and all of the things that happened afterwards and leading up to it, it's just, it's a lot. But it was very interesting and it's, it was a good documentary and docuseries. I think it's only three parts. But if you're looking for one, that's my recommendation of the week. Now, let's get into it, shall we? I wanted to talk about what being great really means. And when I say go be great, what does that really mean? Because should this have been episode one topic? Sure, maybe. But here we are. <laughs> so when I say shake your ass, go be great, it started on my Instagram stories. I just started saying it. And it was a way to kind of help me learn what being great really was going to look like because I am somebody who was struggling with if I am not doing all of the things for everybody else and I am not getting things done that I need to get done then I just go into this procrastination hermit spiral of not feeling like I did enough or I am enough or I just get very stressed in my stress management especially with teaching when you are in a career where you constantly have a to-do list and you're never going to get it clear, so there's always something to do, can become very overwhelming. And I am a chronic burnouter. <laughs> That's not the right term, but I'm just somebody who really struggles with burnout. And it manifests physically for me, so I have been trying to find ways that help keep it at bay and help me manage it better. I do kind of think that in the career of education specifically – I'm speaking to that because that's my lived experience. I'm sure there are, are plenty of other careers, especially motherhood, where this happens. Um, so I'm only speaking to, from an educational standpoint, that burnout feels inevitable because when you're in a position or a role of any sort where you are required to give your whole self, it is only a matter of time, it feels, until you are burned out from it. So... Trying to think of things like that and trying to not see like, oh, well, it's inevitable. You know, like that's kind of that's not a healthy way of thinking about things either either. But trying to kind of find ways and strategies that can help you keep it at bay and take care of yourself and up up the self-care. We hear self-care constantly now. I feel like it's kind of gotten very commercialized, uh, commercialized, commercialized. You get it. But. So here we are. That's where Go Be Great has originated from because it does not mean mastering the day or being perfect in conquering your to-do list. Now, don't get me wrong. I do love a good brain dump where you just like get everything out on paper and all the things that you need to do. But knowing that you don't have to do them all that day or that week for that matter 
giving yourself grace in that way and practicing that way really does help manage how you feel about yourself, how productive you are, because if you are like me, you will go and look at that list and then avoid it all because it that's too stressful. So procrastination sets in. And really what procrastination is, because Mel Robbins has taught me, is it's just the immediate gratification of not doing anything and putting it off because that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to accomplish those things right now because those tasks and things feel like too much. So it feels better in that exact moment to do nothing and to not do the things where being great might mean checking one thing off that list. And sure, those days where you conquer the day and everything gets checked off your list, are those fantastic? Absolutely. But they aren't the only measure of greatness. You doing all the things for everybody else is not the only measure of greatness. Or being all of the adulting that you need to do is not the only measure of greatness. So I started saying shake your ass, go be great on my Instagram stories to help myself practice that my best and my greatness is going to look different every day. Because our capacity for life looks different every day. So we can't expect the same us all the time. Sure, do we have, especially when we're humans with cycles, because that shit, you go through, what is it, like four different four different stages of a cycle in a month? So you can't expect yourself to be that same greatness the whole time throughout the whole month, because that's just not attainable. So I have found that it is very liberating and a hell of a lot stress less stress to put on yourself when you practice checking in with yourself and your capacity and acting accordingly for throughout each day. So every day we have a capacity of life and getting comfortable navigating what that looks like for you every day and not just having this bullshit motivation like, oh, I'm just going to tell myself that things are going to be better so they're going to be better. No, that's not how that works. Again, that kind of is very similar to procrastination in the fact that motivation is not long-lasting or sustainable. Motivation is just a very fleeting feeling and will not lead to longevity in you feeling great about yourself or you feeling like you are being great. So I'm not here to speak that toxic positivity into your ear holes whatsoever because ultimately motivation is kind of bullshit. It's not sustainable it's not rooted in a deep knowing of self. And I think that that's the part that I used to think I needed to do. I needed to motivate myself through talking shit on myself. Like I would motivate myself to do things because like, oh, come on, like don't be a don't be a lazy piece of shit. Don't be this. Don't be that. When really it's like, no, I also have to honor my capacity for being able to do things because you build a trust within yourself when you do that, which again, Links back to boundaries in some capacity. I won't get into that again. But it really does help you learn what you can do and what you will do and where your energy deserves to go that day or that moment. So again, I'm not here to talk toxic positivity into your ear holes. There's going to probably be another time and place for that topic. But it does help you give some tools and some self-awareness to navigating what each day is going to look like, especially on hard mental health days when doing the bare minimum feels impossible. So some days brushing your teeth could mean going to be great. Uh, Putting deodorant or taking a shower could mean that that is great for you today. And that's enough. 
because sometimes our basic needs being met feels like an impossible task. So if you can do one of those things, great. That is you being great. And giving yourself the permission that your greatness can look like that and it doesn't have to look like all of the ways that society tells us it should look like is an extremely liberating feeling and kind of just helps us show up in life a little bit better with a little bit less stress and pressure on our shoulders and not comparing ourselves to anyone. When you're comparing yourself to people, you are setting yourself up for being your own thief of joy because you're comparing yourself to people and if you're comparing yourself to people online, I can with 100% certainty tell you that that's not even the real people that you're seeing online because even as somebody who shows up as authentically as I can in that moment and I feel like I'm as real as I can be online, there's still a snippet of things happening off screen. Even if I put up 20 Instagram stories, that I'm not great at math, but I'm pretty sure that only equals like five minutes of life. Um, well, now they're a minute long, so maybe 20 minutes of life, which I would never do that because that's obnoxious, but... <laughs> that's 20 minutes of somebody's day that you're seeing. And so the things that they're navigating off screen are still heavy and still a lot to carry. And some people are really, really fucking good at showing up with, you know, inauthentic ways to show you the highlight reels of life and that everything looks great. And ultimately, it's still a curated story that you're looking at. So if you're a mom and you're comparing yourself to other moms on the Internet you know, just know that not everybody has their shit together. I don't think anybody does, to be honest. Some people are just better at hiding it. So on those hard mental health days, being great and taking care of your bare, bare necessities. That's the jungle book. Basic necessities is being great. It also does not help that we live in this hustle culture where we feel like we are less than if we aren't completely exhausted and doing everything that there is to possibly need done in your adult life or in the roles that you have in your life, we often feel like as a society that we need to be doing all the things because, oh, you got to hustle more. You have to stay up later. You have to get up earlier. You have to do all of these things. And and you have the same amount of hours in the day as Beyonce, but you don't maybe not don't have the staff. You know, the same assistance as Beyonce. And that changes things. And I love Beyonce. So... <laughs> give yourself grace in that way too that I think Gen Z and our elder millennials such as myself are learning this and getting way better at dismantling hustle culture because that's just not a way to live that's a way to get burned out and no one gets a gold star or is living their best life and their peak top tier of wellness and self-care by doing that it's just not true so I think that as we are dismantling that, we are learning to go easy on ourselves a little bit, learn this capacity of life and that life is not meant to be lived in completing all of these tasks and doing all of the things every single day. And if things aren't done by certain deadlines, not feeling like complete shit about yourself because you didn't get to doing what you needed to do by that time. If you did X, Y, and Z and you got a ton of other stuff done that you needed to, that's great too. If you are working on one really big goal, so for example, when I started working on my relationship with myself, I did feel like I needed to hate myself healthy or hate myself happy. I say that all the time. I've been saying it for years and you really can't do that. And it's kind of the same mindset when it comes to being great. You aren't going to be great by 
you know, doing the hardest workout every single day for however long you think is a good enough, I'm using air quotes, you can't see me, way of moving your body or saying no to some things that you think are really delicious because they are quote unquote bad for you when ultimately food has no moral value. So if you want to tackle one of those things, do it and find those little habits that will help you build towards that big goal. You don't have to tackle the whole mountain. You just have to take the first step. And it's the same thing as that metaphor. I love a good metaphor. And even when you can't see the whole staircase or when you're looking at the whole staircase and it looks too steep, just taking that first step and trying things out and being okay with the fact that sometimes you're going to fall flat on your beautiful ass face and that that's okay and that that's part of life. That's how you learn what works for you. That's how you learn who works for you. Check your circle. If you're feeling like shit about yourself or you're feeling like shit about not being great, check your circle and make sure you're not surrounded by assholes first because I will tell you that sometimes that is the case because, you know, not every relationship is going to be the healthiest for you. And I think that that is a good first step in acknowledging your thought patterns. How are you thinking? What are you doing? How are you showing up each day? And this going to be like being great and go be great is a very big umbrella, which has a lot of different avenues underneath of it. So I'm not going to tackle it all right now because that's going to be what this whole show is about, <laughs> is how you can go be great in all of these different avenues of life, like your relationship with yourself, your relationship with movement, your relationships with food, with other people. Bruno agrees. He's barking in agreeance right now. And just what that all looks like and how it is so intertwined within one another but at the center of all of that is you and you are enough and you are worthy and you have everything you need to be great already within you right now in this moment. And if you are rolling your eyes and being like, okay, back while I'm talking, you need to breathe that belief back into you because somewhere along the way and somewhere in life for years, maybe the world society, maybe people around you have told you otherwise, but you are because you're here and there's no other greater gift. There is no track that you need to get back on because you are alive and you are on the track of life. There is no other wagon. There's no other track that when people say like, oh, I got off the wagon, I have to get back on. And then they feel shit about themselves for that. That's not real. It's all made up. And when you can really understand the depths of how much that is made up, it is the most liberating and freeing feeling to know that you are great as you are right now because you are. Just being, because you are here, that is great. And everything else is just noise. So unpacking all of that noise and getting to the root of you does require some really hard conversations you need to have with yourself. And I know that I sugarcoated or tried to mask a lot of things that I didn't want to admit about myself when I started doing self-work because that was way too scary. But you have to choose your hard. Are you going to choose the hard of keeping that mask on and feeling like you're constantly drowning and you're just trying to keep your head above water in life? Or are you going to choose the hard where you can just take the mask off, set your armor down, and start working on your rawest, most vulnerable self because that's how you know that you are enough. And that's where you can really sit and feel comfortable at the table with your darkness and your discomfort and know that in order for you to unpack that, you need to sit and be okay with being really uncomfortable and speaking to with love even to those darkest parts of you because they're trying to teach you something. So 
oftentimes we feel like we are in this constant state of self-work and we are just out here, we're doing the therapy, we're doing the things and it just, we get on this hamster wheel of feeling like it's not enough. So go be great means it's okay to get off that hamster wheel and take a moment to appreciate where you are now because you've worked really hard to come and get this far. And that might not feel like a lot, but it's enough because we are constantly evolving human beings. We are here to ebb and flow through life. And it's ugly and sometimes and it's dark and it's miserable and you feel like there's no way out. But there is. There always is. And it's because you're still here. And it's because you have it within you to conquer it and to work through it every single step of the way, even when it's really hard to believe. So I hope that while you're listening today, you are learning maybe for the first time you're hearing this and giving yourself permission to be great in a different light. And also, maybe it's just a reminder that you're doing really great. You are doing better than you think you are. And the world feels really hectic and busy because it's constantly moving and you're pulled in a million different directions. But you are here, your presence, and your being is enough. And that is great. You have everything you need within you to just do great things and sometimes like I said those days are just getting out of bed and sometimes those days are doing the thing that is big and scary that task that you've been putting off for months and then realizing it only takes five minutes to do Uh, hi me and dishes thank you so much but really (laughs) you have all of this already within you you just need to give yourself permission to tap into it because that little voice has probably been trying to talk to you for a really long time And it's time that you give her the attention that she deserves because she's only going to keep speaking loudly until you shine that light and let her speak and listen because that is what your deep-rooted knowing really is. And there is so much greatness within you that needs to be unleashed. And don't discount yourself from those little moments every single day when you are being great. Whether that means you are choosing to speak kindness into yourself in moments where you would normally speak hate or shame or you are doing something that you didn't think you could ever do and maybe that means just taking a shower or maybe that means, you know, starting that thing that you've been really wanting to do and just knowing that you're going to do it messy and you're going to start somewhere because no one ever starts things and is perfect at them. So In that regard, whether it's a new goal that you're trying to achieve or a relationship that you're trying to build within yourself, it's always going to be messy. And that messy middle is what makes it so much fun. And that's what makes life so much fun. It doesn't, it should never have looked perfect. It's never going to. It's never going to be linear. It's always going to be up and down and backwards and sideways and put your thing down, flip it and reverse it because it is going to be so worth it. You are so worth it. And I'm going to continue packing what being great is going to look like. Like I said, big umbrella. There's so many different things to unpack when it comes to being great. But I wanted to give a little explanation because I did not want you thinking that I was going to come into your ear holes and just speak this toxic positivity and say, you can do it. You got this. Well, yes, you do. I will be your biggest hype human. And I will also sit with you and knowing that being great is also having those hard conversations and being vulnerable with yourself and your loved ones when things get really hard because that's also being great. Being great is also admitting failure and learning from it and getting yourself back up and trying something different. And there's beauty in that too. 
and there's beauty in you and there's beauty in how you're showing up in the world and don't let anyone or anything make you feel less than great. I thank you so much for listening. Please email me at gobegreatpod at gmail.com or lube it on up and slide into my DMs, Becca DeChico on Instagram. Everything's going to be there. I did toy with the idea of making a separate Instagram for the podcast, but the podcast is me and I'm just going to keep talking about it on my main page anyway. So let's just merge those two lives together, shall we? And I thank you so much for spending your time with me. I know how treasured time is in life, especially these days. So the fact that you take time out to chat with me here means more to me than you will ever know. And I also want to hear what topics you would like me to cover, who you would like to sit down with, because I got a rasta of names. And I'm so excited to get started with some interviews. But I wanted to kind of build our foundation of our relationship with each other first. You know what I'm saying? So again, thank you so much for being here. And don't forget, shake your ass. Go be great. <laughs>